0: Welcome to the 5-Tool Firefighter Podcast. My name is Nick Higgins, firefighter and author of the 5-Tool Firefighter book. Each week, we bring you an aspiring message or person to help you become the best version of yourself you could be. This journey is for the long haul, not the short. Now let's start our journey to becoming the best version of ourselves we could be. Welcome back to another episode of the 5-Tool Firefighter Podcast. On today's episode, it's going to be a real quick short one today, guys. I just have something... I want to talk about it's. It's an article I actually put on my website a few years ago, talking about combating stress, and discussing stress and and really ways to get over stress, or how to manage instead of saying getting over, how to manage stress of your daily life, whether it's personal, family, work. Different ways to combat it, but also what it is, because you know. To get right into this, we all know stress hits every single one of us, and it all hits us in different ways. For many different things, stress is going to hit you. Now, what might be stressful to me might not be stressful to you. That's okay. I might take things a little differently than somebody else, and somebody else might take things a little differently than I take things. But that's part of life. That's part of being an individual. That's part of being a human. Each person interprets things in a different manner the fire service, life. There's no hiding from the stresses that we experience. But it's more about how we handle it. Because you can't hide from it. We think we can. We all think we can hide from the stress. And people do it. People every single day are hiding from stress. They're, They're telling themselves that they're hiding from the rigors of their job. Or their family life. Or their personal life. And They're utilizing, they're using coping mechanisms that aren't healthy for themselves to be, to be, to be utilizing in their life in that, in that fashion. You know, as firefighters, we all face stress as EMTs, as paramedics, as police officers, first responders in general, military, we all, family, men and women, mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, daughters, sons, we all experience stress. That comes with our job. That comes with our life. Doesn't matter what you do. Career side, volunteer side, doesn't matter. There is stress in your life. However, the type of stressors and the level of stress is, in fact, different. There's one thing they could say is, well, first responders don't take their jobs home with them. How can you? Corporate America, they feel they do, because why they're connected to their devices, their laptops. They're working from home for the most part now with this, the new age of working hybrid or remote working, hundred percent and whatever the situation may be. And they're doing those things, and their their life and their their work life is all in the same place. And they're working longer hours or. They're working extra hours on weekends and not giving up time for themselves and saying they don't have time, which is a load of bullshit if you ask me. But that's for another topic for another day. Excuse the language. But emergency service personnel take their stresses home with them. doesn't matter. You do. They take it home mentally. It it, it lives inside us, you know. And I'm not here to get into any of that kind of stuff on what type of stresses you guys take home with you or what I take home Any of that kind of stuff. But why do do you think we take it home with us? Well, because it's the calls that stick with us after we get back to the station, right? It's the stuff like that 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 the fire service, the emergency service service personnel are taking back home. The stuff that happens when you're out in the field. It can be anything. Any call you go on. The matter the severity of the call can play a role in our stress levels. doesn't matter what it is. It could be a simple call as a fire alarm activation it might trigger something in somebody. Or something as simple as driving the apparatus, driving the engine. could be something that triggers something in, in your mind. Not to say it happens to everybody, but personally, I, I've been known to have stuff – I've – Stressed over things that I've and I've learned that over time it's okay to ask for help, it's okay to speak to somebody about that. And I've done that, I've done it on numerous occasions for different things. And not saying I've done all these crazy things or seen it, it's nothing like that. But here's an example: I there years ago, I was a newer firefighter. This was well over 10 years, 10 years ago, as a newer firefighter at the time, and the next town over. Maybe next town or two towns over from us had a line of duty, had a line of duty death in their in their house. And, you know, you heard about it. You felt you really felt for that department. You felt for the people there because it was a line of duty. It was also a, a victim as well that was being rescued that also perished that day. But what really affected me was the fact that when I started reading more and we're learning about this fallen firefighter and the people that were there, I've learned that we were only a couple years, two years, a year or two apart in age. And it scared the crap out of me. It really did. But I didn't say anything. I didn't say a word. What I just kind of internalized it, I guess you want to say at the time. I didn't really understand, you know, what was really my mindset. I just remember. We had a fire one day, and I was very hesitant at the time to step on the ladder, ladder truck. I was very, very hesitant. I stepped on the truck, and the lieutenant, after the call, we went back to the firehouse. No one said anything. You kind of tell I wasn't myself. I was kind of, you know, being funny about it. I was even putting it. I was, like, shaky. Everything was off. I thought it was a bad dude. You know, he, next time he saw me. After this day ended and everything else, a couple of days later, so he pulled me outside, took me outside, took me to the parking lot, and asked me if I was okay. And I was like, "I'm okay." And he goes, "You know, the other day we had that fire, uh, and you didn't see him yourself. Is everything okay?" So yeah, everything's fine. Well, it really was. And he's like, "Well, is everything okay? Because are you feeling okay about that line of duty in the other town?" Now, this obviously didn't dire- hit me directly. You know, I wasn't impact. I wasn't involved with this incident, but. Yeah, it scared me. Scared me because of his age. And once we opened up, and I told him, "Yeah, that's what it really was," you know, like, guys, bro, my age, and this happened to him in the early twenties, and I'm, you know, I'm scared. And we talked about it, and he built a level of confidence in me over time, and it was the weirdest thing because it was just the thing I was having trouble now with was wearing a SCBA mask. I was having tons of trouble. Sarkinity panic attacks and thought it was claustrophobia, but no, doing other things with me to feel like it's not claustrophobia. There was something else, and it turned out that I was just really scared and nervous. Well, it's normal to have that, to have that feeling of being nervous and scared and going into the unknown. But I started speaking to him, and within months, as months went on, I realized I'm getting this off my chest. And I feel better. That was an incident. It was so minor. If you, if you think about the, the details, the really minor details, like, oh, man, he's, he's worried about something that happened to somebody else. He wasn't even there for But you see it all the time. People get affected by things that really – they weren't even involved in directly. They weren't involved in directly. And you might see it sometimes where maybe you're at a fire. Or you're at an emergency of, of some nature. It's a, it's a high-scale emergency. You know, Everybody's emotions are up. Everybody's on high alert. Things are happening. And somebody just can't get something going right. Maybe they're having trouble stretching the hose line, hitting the hydrant, operating the panel. Or just clearly just not there. Stress could be the issue. But I've also learned over time that you also have to find outlets. Yes, I've talked to somebody, right? I've talked to my lieutenant at the time about it, and he helped me overcome it and built confidence in me, built confidence back into me that somehow I just was not seeing properly at the time and kind of didn't really know what to do. And he caught it, and I I always – For that i'm thankful but we have to find outlets you know talking to someone's an outlet but what do we do how do we get over how do we manage our stress levels with outlets but before we can do that we have to understand what stress is our stress in itself is how our bodies respond to any kind of demand or threat like i said i felt like that was a threat In a sense, it felt to me like a threat because I felt as if something could happen to me at any given moment. Sometimes I feel that way when I get on an airplane. I don't have control. And when we feel this way, what's going to happen to us? We'll be going to fight or flight mode, correct? We we have this mode. It's fight or flight. And our our response is our heart rate increases. We, we We breathe faster. Tighter muscles, high blood pressure is what's going to happen during our body's reaction to stress, and that's what kind of happened to me when I would start getting on the apparatus at that time. So, getting back on on the truck the time, having to do situations where, oh crap, I have to put an SCBA on, have to put my go on air, something's going on, I'm starting to get hyperventilating. What's going? on? Why is this all of a sudden happening? Nothing happened to me. I've been doing this. What happened? Well. I started learning more. After that day, I started learning and started talking to my lieutenant more and more. As I grew as an adult and as a person, as a firefighter, I started finding ways to help help stress. So what did I do? I started learning about breathing techniques. And I started doing those. Through your nose, out your mouth. I even use an app for that, Breathwork. I use it all the time for all different types of things. With just stress or just breathing properly. What do I call relaxation, post-workout? cool downs whatever it's all different ways you can use breathing for i also do decompressions it's another way to help managers decompress your body you can use a foam roller you can do a lot of great stretching techniques to decompress your body after a long shift after a long day and it really helps release that tension from your body i'm always exercising but exercise for stress this is what stress is going to do And exercise, it's going to help the brain release the feel-good chemicals. And, And it gives your body a chance to practice dealing with stress. You can walk, weight train, yoga. Three things that I do. Cardio, jump rope. Me, I also do martial arts. Hitting a bag, hitting pads. Different ways to combat stress. Exercise, listening to music. I've well, we see seen people start, they get in the car, they put the music on, they roll the windows down, or they just sit outside on a nice day or sit somewhere quiet, listen to some music, whatever they want, helps manage that. And, and they've actually done studies that soothing music can lower your blood, blood pressure, lower your heart rate, and reduce anxiety just by listening to some soothing music. And the last one is to reach out to people. And I've done that on numerous occasions, not just for things in the fire service, but things like in life. It doesn't have to be a professional, but you could talk to somebody, talk to anybody, or, you know, someone you who can confide in to help you deal with whatever's on your mind. You trust that won't let that out the bag or use it against you or tell other people that you can really confide in. Just write it down. Writing things down is a good form of, of stress release. Getting these things out of your brain and taking care of yourselves. Because that's the one thing we always have to do is in order for us to be there for our our department, for our crew, the people we ride with, the men and women that we're serving with, and the people we are protecting in the community. We need to take care of ourselves first. So if you feel stressed about the job, even a coworker, something in your life is bothering you. Try listening to music, try stretching, try working out. Read a book, take a walk. Listen, you know, talk to somebody. Decompress. Don't let stress take a hold of your life and your service to others. And that's all I really got for you guys today. Is just take care of yourselves out there. Understand that stress is part of the part of your life. It's part of everything we do, but it's how we handle and manage the stress that matters. So, you know you could. Go to FireOffscreen.com. You can read the article I wrote on stress. It's called Combating Stress. It will also be the same title as this episode. I will put that in the show notes as well so you guys can go click on it. Go right to the link. Read the short article I wrote quickly about stress a few years ago. Just something I feel like I really want to put out today because we've got some guests coming on this month that are really going to be talking about different things. About burnout, about happiness, about keeping yourselves in a positive, can-do attitude at all times and being ways to be the best version of yourself. That's what we're about here at the Fire, uh, Five Tool Firefighter Podcast. That's what the book is about. Being the best well-rounded version of yourself in all assets of your life. Yes, it's a firefighter book, but there are assets in there that you can take away to every part of your life. You can get the book on our website at firestream.com slash shop, or you can go to Amazon. You can pick up the book in ebook or paperback form. And you can subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or on all those and you can check out our friends at Origin USA. Obviously, I talk about them all the time. I utilize their products, a great way to help taking care of yourself and decompress stress release. Obviously, I talked about using their kettle bags, which I use, their plyo boxes, their Indian clubs, their stuff like that to help combat stress, exercise. And I take their supplements, milk, greens, vitamin D, all great things to help take care of you. The more you take care of you, the more you can take care of others. If you like anything on their on their site, it's 10% off anytime all the time using the code FHTribune. So you can check them out Origin USA. That again is in the show notes. But guys, everybody, please take care of yourself, do what is best to take care of yourself, the ones you love, the people you serve, the people you you work alongside. And until next time, as we say at the Firehouse Review, we say here at the Five Tool Firefighter Podcast, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the 5 Tool Firefighter Podcast. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, please leave us a rating don't forget to pick up the book, The Five-Tool Firefighter, available on Amazon at thefirehousetibune.com. Until next time, work hard, stay safe, and live inspired.